1960s marked the height of the Cold War. Global tensions were high, particularly with Russia, with whom America was at war. May 25th, 1961, John F. Kennedy addressed Congress with the goal of landing man on the moon and returning him safely to the Earth by the end of the 60s. The USSR had a similar goal because it was thought at the time that whoever controlled the moon would control the war. July 20th, 1969, America won the race to the moon with the Apollo 11 mission. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin were the first men to walk on the moon, and they were both American. It was a proud time for America, and over the next four years, 10 other Americans would set foot on the moon, with the last trip being in 1972. Those lunar landings would eventually give America the confidence and courage it needed to defeat the communists. But what if we told you that none of it ever happened? Welcome to Conspiracy Confidential. Conspiracy Confidential. I'm Dirk Dirksen. And I'm Lance Lancerton. Today we're talking about the moon landing conspiracy. Ah, the moon landing. We went to the moon in 1969, right? That's what they say. Or did we? I don't know. That's what I learned in school, but we're here today to figure out what the truth is. Awesome. So what do you got for us, Lance? Well, people have had problems with the official moon landing story since the mid-1970s. So it wasn't too long after we allegedly went to the moon that people started to question that. Not surprising. No. The earliest notable publication on the subject that I could find was an influential book called We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 Billion Swindle, which was written and self-published by a guy named Bill Casing. Bill was a former U.S. Navy officer with a Bachelor of Arts in English, believe it or not. He worked as a senior technical writer for a company called Rocketdyne, the same one that built the F-1 engines used in the Saturn V rocket, which was allegedly the vehicle that we used to reach the moon. Hmm. So what he's saying is, we didn't go to the moon. He's saying that we didn't go to the moon. He calculated in that book that the chance of a successful manned landing on the moon was .0017%. So, I mean, I don't understand how people can just neglect math what's that like one in a million no it's actually about one in 588 well either way there's no way i mean with those kind of odds in with your 1969 pre-microwave technology that you're getting past the radiation surrounding earth's atmosphere correct it ain't gonna happen no uh, you know it if you were to liken those odds to a situation, um, in order to get a feel for what f 1 in 588 is, if you took 294 silver dollars and took them to any mall and found the fountain in that mall where people throw their change, mm. you put all 294 of those silver dollars in that fountain, paint one side of one of those silver dollars red, find a blind guy, have him reach into the fountain and grab one of the silver dollars and point to one side of it. If he's pointing at the red side, that's that's your one in 588. It just can't happen. That's that's just it's it's highly unlikely, especially when you have people in the government telling you that it happened. You know something's fishy. Some notable pro, notable proponents of this theory, conspiracy theory, is the Flat Earth Society, Marcus Allen, William Bryan, Whoopi Goldberg. Milton William Cooper, Clyde Lewis, of course, Alex Jones, many, many others. 
Correct. And the Flat Earth Society is really what started getting this ball rolling because the conspiracy theories around the lunar landing didn't really gain traction until the 80s when the Flat Earth Society accused NASA of faking the landings. Now, what motives would the government have for faking the landings? Well, there, there's several different motives um, that they could have had. Uh, the first one uh, is the space race, uh, which was started during the Cold War. The Cold War was going on, and you remember that, that it's called a Cold War because no shots were ever fired. Nobody actually battled each other, at least in any recorded capacity. Right, so the countries were just having this giant urinating contest to see who could pee the farthest. And so all of a sudden, America comes out with this fascinating story that, hey, we landed on the moon. Well, what do you know? The Cold War is about to be over. Absolutely. Uh, when, when JFK made the claim that we're going to land on the moon uh, by the end of the 60s, man, he, he overcommitted to that. Uh, the, the Cold War was always about political control and national acclaim. Like right, you said, it right. was a urination contest. Whoever could land on the moon was going to gain acclaim for such a magnificent technical accomplishment. But going to the moon is obviously a very risky and expensive endeavor. And so it just ended up being far easier to fake the landings in, in a movie studio. Of course, of course. Just from a pragmatic standpoint, there, there was no way that they are going to be able to do it in the time frame allotted with the amount of money that they had accessible at the time. So what they're going to do is let's fake it. Let, let, let's film it. Let's, let's make it look like, and, and got, you guys got to remember, this is the 60s we're talking about. The 60s, we didn't have HD televisions. We, we, we didn't have 1080p. We didn't have 4K. We didn't have these things. So they're filming this in a, in a set, in a studio with, with, with non-HD equipment. And it's, you're not going to be able to tell the difference watching this on your television. It's, it's not like you have this crisp, vivid color coming through and you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely not real. That's CGI. That's, that's, you know, none of that. It's, it's so blurry anyway, because it's the sixties. You're not going to be able to tell. Absolutely. You know, there's a reason why we haven't been back to the moon. And I say that in air quotes since the seventies, uh, because, you know, camera technology is so much better than it was back then. Of course. Um, image enhancement technology and understanding of, of digital images is so much more extravagant than it was back then. Uh, we would be able to spot the fakes and prove them digitally rather than just proving them by pointing at a, at a blurry picture saying, I think this is what this looks like. Right, right. Lance, I saw the other day on, on the internet that there's a new camera out. I believe it was a Nokia digital camera, but... Uh, I might be wrong. In uh, the zoom on this handheld digital camera is so good that they can zoom in while holding it and you can see the craters on the moon. You know what they didn't see? They didn't see an American flag. They Interesting. Did, they, they didn't see a, a landing site. Interesting. But we can see the craters on the moon. Interesting. So, obviously, the space race is a, a very powerful motive for the United States government to want the lunar landings to be faked. Uh, it helped them out. But, but let's look at just NASA. Uh, NASA funding is something that was short at the time. So let's get a timeline of how this whole thing happened. JFK tells Congress in 1961 that he wants to go to the moon. Then NASA spends about eight years figuring out how to get to the moon for the first time in 1969. That was in July, July 1969. We went to the moon. Eight years after JFK says, let's go to the moon. And then the next time we landed on the moon was only four months after that, the same year. 
How is it that that first trip took eight years to plan and organize, while the second one only takes four months? It's just bizarre. Absolutely. So, so you're telling me it takes eight years from, from... By the way, this is the president of the United States, the most powerful country in the world, says, let's go to the moon. takes eight years to do it. You're telling me it, it takes you eight full years to do what the commander-in-chief asks you to do. And then all of a sudden, bam, four months later, hey, we went to the moon again. There's something fishy there. There's something fishy. It's bizarre. And the explanation that, that I have is that JFK was overcommitted. Uh, presidents often overcommit to things, uh, if you haven't noticed. NASA was trying so hard for seven or eight years to make it happen, but they just couldn't do it. They weren't about to admit defeat and accept humiliation, so they just faked everything. And because of how quick that second trip took, we can assume that that first lunar landing took about four to five months to fake. Sure. So at some point in early 1969, NASA gave up. They didn't want to lose their funding, so they just faked it. Right, right. And then at that point, since, I mean, it was only four months until the next time they went, they'd already had, they already made the set. They already had a director, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, they, they already had everything set up and they're good to go. So, of course, it's only going to take four months to put out the next feature film. Right. Hey, keep in mind how much the Apollo program cost. $25.4 billion. $25.4 billion. And those are 1960s dollars. Those aren't right. 20-teens dollars. Exactly. Which, I mean, basically, that's like $100 trillion in the 1960s. Yeah, give or take. So a typical movie, if you guys don't realize this, takes about $100 million to make nowadays. So this was more than enough to fake six lunar landings, especially when you go back to 1969. You're, you're talking 100 to $200 million to make a Michael Bay film. Absolutely. And all we need is a couple good minutes, uh, minutes of a guy hopping around in a spacesuit with a harness. Right. Plenty and of money. Obviously, we're not saying that no rockets were launched. NASA launched rockets. Oh, they tried. They tried. Yeah. I mean, they, it's not like they're going to say, hey, let's go to the moon, and then and then there's no testing. I mean, they tried to go. Absolutely. They, they, they realized that they couldn't, I'm sure, after several false uh, or failed attempts, rather. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and they, even, they would have spent money to, to send a rocket up, even on the ones that they faked, uh, because everyone would have seen the rockets leaving are... Our point is that after the rockets left, that was the end of the mission. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then we get to the Vietnam War. So not only do we have the Cold War, but the Vietnam War was extremely unpopular as well. So the moon landings suddenly end about the same time that U.S. ends its involvement in the Vietnam War. This was an obvious distraction for the American people's attention. Absolutely. People were not happy about the Vietnam War. And we could talk about that in a future episode because they had very we good reasons. Should. Very good reasons for not being happy with the Vietnam War. So to get their attention, their negative attention off the Vietnam War, let's put positive attention on America landing on the moon. Right. It's kind of like, you know, you're going on a date, but you have this giant pimple on your cheek, right? And so... Well, I need to get attention off of this giant pimple on my cheek. So what am I going to do? I'm going to put makeup on it. I'm going to cover it up. Some and then, you know, they don't even know. Some of us would do that. Some of us would just pop the pimple and, and have it be done with. But yes, the, the, the vast majority of America would want 
to cover up the pimple. Right, so you cover up that pimple, and then the other person, they don't know the truth. You're hiding the truth from them. That's exactly what the government does. They put makeup on this giant pimple that is the failed lunar landing, rather than just popping in and coming out and being honest and saying, guys, we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. Um, why? Because Russia's going to invade? I don't know, but clearly there was plenty of motive. So let's get, uh, let's get to the evidence here. Lance, what are the facts? Well, the facts are we have solid evidence that the lunar landing was a hoax. Uh, the, the, the biggest chunk of evidence that we have is photograph and film oddities. So they may not have had HD cameras, and we may not be able to prove digitally that, that these things are valid. But, but Dirk, take, take a look at some of these photos I have here um, yeah. and, and see the, the, the fake things going on. Look in the reflection of this guy's visor. You can see a cameraman standing right there with a camera. It's ridiculous. I mean, even in 1960s, photo quality, you can tell that there's some sort of figure in that guy's visor. Absolutely. And this famous photo of, of Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong mm-hmm. in the same frame. Who was taking the picture? Selfie stick? Selfies. Did they have selfie sticks back then? No. I didn't think so. Exactly. They think they're pulling one over on the American public. And then you have this photo, which is the famous photo where you can see in the background all of the stars... All of the stars in space, right? Because everyone knows if you're on the moon, you can see all the stars. When in reality, all you would see is black. You're not going to see the light reflected on the moon. Correct. That's just not how it works. Correct. So the photograph and film oddities, um, obviously we're limited in how we can discuss this on a podcast. uh, But there are other evidences that we have that we can also discuss. Radiation. Uh, being a primary hindrance to anyone ever making it to the moon. The Van Allen radiation belts would have killed any astronaut passing through them. Have you ever heard of Starfish Prime, Dirk? <laughs> of course. Well, Why don't you we, tell our listeners about it? We could talk about it in depth in another episode, but essentially it was an attempt to use a high-altitude nuclear detonation by the government to disrupt the Van Allen belts to see if we could get through. Mm-hmm. There's so much radiation there, that it's not safe to try to travel through it. Those astronauts would have been cooked alive right. going through it. And that's not even to mention, you know, once you're on the moon, the unprotected moon atmosphere would have allowed too much solar radiation in and fogged up all the camera film, so that film wouldn't have survived the trip back either. Right, and we're not talking digital at this point. They're, they're taking actual film into Cor- space. Correct. Kids, if you don't know what we're talking about, Old cameras, you used to have to buy these little rolls that you stick in and then you stretched them out and they were just these little frames and the camera shutter would open and whatever image would be there would flash and sometimes you'd see ghosts in them. But we could talk about that. Yeah, and try having your shutter open and close in zero gravity. I mean, these are just the little things, the little inconsistencies that nobody thinks of. Correct. It just makes this entire thing bogus. Absolutely. By the way, um, I'm being told in my ear right now that we can get some of those pictures up on our website. Um, So if you check out our website, www.conspiracyconfidential.com, we'll try and get some of those pictures up for you guys to see, and you can judge for yourself. In addition to, to the solar radiation, that radiation would cause the surface of the moon to be so hot 
that any camera film would have melted. It's really fragile stuff. And not to mention the astronauts would have been boiled alive in their own suits. Sure, sure. And how do they know at this point what the suits need to be made of? What, what do these suits need to withstand? They've never been to space. They Correct. don't. Everything's a, it's a guess. Absolutely. They don't know what they're doing. They, they, they may have tried to send thermometers, but, but they don't know if thermometers even work the same on the moon. They're right. making assumptions left and right. Does mercury even exist on the moon? I don't know. I don't know. See, how could, how could a scientist know? I don't think he could. They don't know much more than we do. Correct. And that's not even touching on the edited audio. All the communication back and forth between Houston and the moon, there, there would have been more than a two-second delay in communications between the Earth and the moon, given the speed of light. Of course, there's a seven-second delay on American Idol, just in case somebody drops a cuss word. Of course. Over 250,000 miles away, there would have been a noticeable delay. Of course. We hear this audio anytime you listen to it. You can go online and listen to it for yourself. You hear that audio without the delay. So, the way I see it, there are two possibilities. One, the audio was faked. Or two, the audio was edited. So, faked, obviously, that proves our point. But even if it was just edited, how can we trust any of it? Right. You edit one little bit, it makes everything invalid. Absolutely. It's all in question once you start changing data. Right. And so, you know, these are just a few of the pieces of evidence, but these are the smoking guns. You know, we could talk about missing data tapes. We could talk about missing blueprints. But the ultimate question is, why have we never gone back to the moon since 1972? Right, exactly. So JFK was the one who ultimately got us there, and I'm making air quotes right now since you can't see me. But how come no other president has seemed interested in going back to the moon? That's the question we're posing. 1972. That was like at least 30 years ago. Are we incapable of doing it now? That's the question. Is it too expensive to do it now? The, like, It doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I, I can hear some people, uh, it, not not the bulk of you. We understand that the bulk of the people tuning into this podcast are awake and they're real and they're down to earth and they're the grassroots people of America who want to see our movement prosper. But there are some people listening in who are skeptics. And that's fine. But the questions that they're going to ask are, what about the Soviets? If America had lied about going to the moon, wouldn't the Soviets have cried foul if the Americans lied about going to the moon, wouldn't that have benefited them? True, they did have incredibly fancy intelligence-gathering methods and technology at the time. Here's the deal. The fact that the Soviets didn't say anything doesn't prove that it wasn't a hoax. It proves that they were involved. Right. As with most things, the Russians tampered, or they were involved, except for the last presidency. It's, it's funny how when somebody creates a pattern of things, that eventually they stop. Absolutely. So clearly, they were involved with the faking of the moon landings. Absolutely. Now, the, the number one question that I've been asked on this topic is, wouldn't this sort of conspiracy on this level require too many conspirators to be involved? That's a good question. I've heard it estimated that, that over 400,000 people would have to be involved, including astronauts, scientists, engineers, technicians, skilled laborers, 
janitors at NASA, 400,000 people would have to be involved. And I'm not arguing with that. There would have to be a lot of people involved. Of course. I mean, you see just how many people are in the credits of a single movie, let alone an entire branch of the government who's faking something. Correct. But does an increased number of conspirators necessitate a decreased likelihood of the conspiracy theories being true? Of course not. No, absolutely not. Of course not. Peer pressure is a real thing. Right. The larger the number of conspirators, the less likely any one conspirator is to reveal the conspiracy. Right, because you've got everybody else who, I mean, they're counting on you to not say anything. Because if you let the cat out of the bag, then they're all going down with the bus. Absolutely. And that 400,000 number that people throw out there, that doesn't include camera crews, makeup artists, costume designers, set piece designers. Right. There are so many people that would have to be involved. And so you remember the actual landing, the statistic we gave was 1 in 588. Mm -hmm. That means a hoax is incredibly more likely than an actual landing. Of course. If you think about it, if 400,000 was just an estimate, and I would say a conservative estimate, if there were even more people involved than we realized, then it's actually fair to say that somewhere between 1 in 10 people in America were actually involved in the moon landing hoax, which means everyone knew already. Absolutely. Everyone knew. It was just, listen, do we want to win the Cold War? Or do we want our kids to actually have to get under their desks and pretend that they're not going to die when a giant missile hits the United States? No, everybody keeps their mouth shut. Everybody wins. Yep. But now we're later, you know, post-1972, new people are born. I certainly wasn't born in the 70s. So we, we didn't know. We weren't directly involved. And so what has happened is they've tried to erase that entire piece of history to the newer generations. And say, no, 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 guys, we actually did land on the moon. Your history book tells you, so you know it's real. Ha! My favorite. Yeah. Your history book tells you, so you know that it's real. Like you're saying, one in ten people at the time would have known. More than likely. Would have known that it was a hoax. And I think that's a conservative estimate. Absolutely. So the real conclusion here is, did America land on the moon? I don't think we can say for sure. But one thing that we do know is that we did not. Absolutely. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, it's clear from the evidence, mm-hmm. from the facts, mm-hmm. we didn't land on the moon in 1969. So how do you think this understanding of, of the lunar landing hoax uh, impacts us? Well, just on a day-to-day level in society, I mean, it, it's the magnitude is unfathomable. It's estimated that about a dozen people have been killed to cover up this conspiracy. So we need to be careful as we uncover this truth. And you, our listeners, our, our faithful listeners who are a part of the grassroots movement, we need you to be careful as we uncover this truth. We, we could be next. Could we be next? That's the question we need to ask ourselves because I think it's clear we could. Absolutely. The fact that we could be next, this is why Dirk and I feel so strongly about remaining anonymous uh, and and not using our real names. So you need to figure out how it is that you can tread carefully as, as, as you are part of this movement too. Safety is our number one concern. Absolutely. Um, another thought as we're getting ready to wrap up this show. If we didn't go to the moon and it is fairly clear that we absolutely didn't. Isn't it about time we did? I, I think so. I mean, who knows what could be up there? 
we need to find out. Right. I mean, is the moon made of cheese? I doubt it, but you never know. But we can't know. It's it's Correct. like it's like that guy's box. Mm-hmm. Right? Schrodinger's box. Schrodinger's box. He puts a cat in. I don't know if it's dead unless I open the box. But guess what? There's a giant belt of radiation in the way. How can I open the box if I don't go? I think today, in 2018, we have the technology to figure it out. But there are certain entities in this world that will not let us figure it out. Because when we do, we will know that it was a hoax in 1969. Right. And thankfully, we have guys, heroes, I should say, like Elon Musk nowadays, who is in the private sector funding this out of his own money to to go to the moon because he knows how important it is. And we just had a SpaceX launch a couple weeks ago. So it's being done. But he didn't go to the moon. He launched a rocket. I think that's fair to bring up. As much as I like Elon Musk, he didn't go to the moon. He launched a rocket. He even launched a car into space. But landing on the moon? They haven't done it yet. No. We'll have to see where he goes in the future. So, basically, main takeaway from this, we cannot trust everything we hear. Because when we try to trust everything we hear, we are opening ourselves up to manipulation. So, thank you for tuning in to Conspiracy Confidential today, talking about the the lunar landing conspiracy. Um, Feel free to go to conspiracyconfidential.com for more information or infowars.com for more information, but do your own research. We're not here telling you what to think. We're here to help open your mind so that we can start a movement. If you'd like to write into the show and let us know what you think uh, about this or any other conspiracy, write into conspiracyconfidential at yahoo.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, guys, send us an email. Let us know what conspiracies you'd like us to talk about, uh, research, and, and give you our takes on. Um, like we said, we I mean, one thing that we can all agree on is that you can't trust the government. But for sure, you know that you can trust us. We are on your side. We are regular men. We are regular people. We work everyday jobs. And we're just trying to start a movement. A movement to know the truth. A down-to-earth, grassroots movement to uncover the truth. That's all we want. So make sure you go to go ahead and go to the website, www.conspiracyconfidential.com, or send us an email at conspiracyconfidential at yahoo.com, and make sure you check out infowars.com as well for more information. For now, I'm Dirk Dirksen. I'm Lance Lancerton. We definitely did not land on the moon.